and welcome to The Parent Equation with me, Aisha Murray. I'm a coach and I primarily support working parents and carers who believe that parenthood shouldn't be a barrier to a successful and fulfilling career. In this podcast series, I chat to inspirational working parents and ask them to share their own experiences of raising children alongside their careers. We talk about the struggles and the moments of joy. And I hope in each episode, there's something that can bring you a bit more strength and positivity. So please follow, listen and subscribe on all major platforms. Today's episode is a bit different in that I haven't got a guest. Instead, I wanted to share a few of my personal thoughts as we see off the end of a very tumultuous year. And if we're listening to this sometime in the future, then of course I'm talking about 2020. I wanted to start with a quote written by Eric Roth from the film Benjamin Button. For what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case too early, to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Stop whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. We can make the best or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it. And I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people with a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you find that you're not, I hope you have the courage to start all over again. During the last nine months, every one of us has had to find our courage to, in some cases, start all over again, or in others, build our resilience and adapt in unprecedented ways. And as we go into 2021, it looks as though we're going to need to keep our courage really close, as we're still on a very rocky road, sadly. We'll need to be kind to ourselves, seek help from others if we need it, and have empathy and strength for those around us. So I've been reading about Dr. Kristen Neff, and she has spent years researching self-compassion. So I wanted to share a few of her findings with you. Firstly, self-compassion doesn't mean self-pity. It doesn't mean being self-indulgent or being self-centred. It does mean, however, learning to accept that we're not perfect and that it's okay to make mistakes. It does mean that we shouldn't assume that everyone else has it better. Everyone else is doing things better or is happier than us. And it does also mean remembering that we're not alone and that hardship and struggle are deeply embedded in the human condition. So I'd just like to share a personal story, if I may. I felt really bombarded recently with ads on social media, with the algorithm fully at work, from fellow coaches promising to show me how to make hundreds of thousands of pounds for my coaching business, coaches who are telling me that they've done it already, they have six-figure salaries, as they smile at me out of the screen from these magazine-worthy living rooms. And I started engaging with these ads, initially out of curiosity, wondering whether there was any truth in what they were promising. Now, I'm from a marketing background, as some of you know, so I should have really known better. And then I found myself becoming more and more anxious, and I was wondering why I wasn't earning six figures. I started questioning my business, questioning my career choices, Um, And I could see then that the path of self-pity was suddenly on the horizon. So I had to take a deep breath, acknowledge the anxiety and understand why those feelings were coming about. Firstly, I'd assumed that these coaches were actually living the life they were advertising. I'd taken that completely at face value, not actually knowing a thing about them. 
So for all I knew, they could be struggling and just trying to find new ways of expanding their businesses. I know how hard it can be to market yourself, so I found myself empathising with them instead of fearing them as I'd first thought. Secondly, my personal goal has never been to earn six figures. My goal has been to have a fulfilling, sustainable business that is flexible enough to allow me to spend more time with my family and to work with parents like me, supporting them through the ups and downs of managing a career and having a family. And that's fine. That's my choice to make. And it's one that I still stand by. And finally, my journey is my own. I'm doing fine. I'm doing it my way. So yes, I have ups and downs like everybody, but I'm passionate about it and I'm doing my very best. Next finding from Dr. Neff is that self-compassion is one of the most powerful sources of coping and resilience available to us all. We are all facing an immense challenge at the moment, of course, and our ability to cope has never been more important. But this ability is determined by how we relate to ourselves when it gets tough, how we support ourselves, how we praise ourselves and how we forgive ourselves. And it is very, very easy to be our own worst enemy. It's much harder to be our own best friend. And I think certainly for me, if I find myself giving myself a pat on the back, it can feel a bit disingenuous and feel a bit cheesy and feel a bit forced. So it does take time and it does take focus and practice to be kinder to ourselves. So I'm just going to end on the same quote with which I started. And that is, we can make the best or the worst of it. And I really hope you find the courage and self-compassion to make the best of it. So thanks for listening. Happy New Year. And let's all be kinder to ourselves in 2021.